Made with Opinion, the world's first easy-to-use podcasting app. Hello and welcome to what should be a very quick episode of the Rampant Mumblings. Just to let you all know that the show is still continuing, and I thought I'd just give a bit of an update on as, well, as to why the show that you subscribe to hasn't really been going the last few weeks. So I suppose we start from the start. There was a Cardiff Half Marathon, then I had a bit of time off from that over to Germany to go to Munich for the Oktoberfest and if you've never been well how can you describe it well if I was to say you're drinking in a tent with a load of people you might have the idea of going camping or something similar to that you know with about a dozen of you maybe a hundred of you maybe if you've had a wedding and a marquee there might be a couple of hundred of you yeah that'll be that sort of close when I say a tent you're talking a tent that's got about 10,000 people in it, all drinking copious amounts of alcohol. It is really, really a sight to behold. So if you ever, ever get the chance, the opportunity or the invitation, and if it's your sort of thing, it's well worth going to, be, to, to go to one of these tents. And there isn't just one tent, there's 12 or 13. And that's the big tents. There's a load of little smaller tents as well, but it's the main ones that you really want to go to. So needless to say, it took me a little bit of time to recover from that and I got back and then decided, well, I'm going to do the Cardiff Half Marathon. Sort of decided, sort of forgot that I was entering that one as well. Um, That went really, really well. I think I preferred that over the Great North Run, if only for the fact there was less people. Still a really, really good atmosphere, uh, but it meant that I could run properly because as I mentioned in in my podcast a couple of episodes ago, one of the things that I struggled with was not being able to run at a proper length or speed, purely because there's that many people, you really can't stride out properly. Then after that, uh, again, life stuff then got in the way, uh, and tech stuff, which I'll go into in a second, uh, and then we were back and up and running, almost, which is what I'm going to come to next. Sorry, just had to take a small bit of a break there. I'm actually recording this while I'm walking the dogs, uh, on the beach, it's one of those rare days where it's not absolutely howling down and as the sun is starting to set over here in Blighty I thought, well, why not? Here's a good enough, here's a good opportunity as any to record something So, after all that's happened, I get back up and running only then to be struck down with every single com- possible combination of equipment failure that could possibly, possibly happen my iPhone 6, well, the battery lasts about a quarter of a day if I'm lucky. Trying to get Apple to replace it is nigh on a nightmare. It's basically going to cost me £500 for them to do an in-warranty, uh, in-warranty repair, but I should get half of that back. My internet connection, which was a lovely 7 uh, megabytes down or megabits down, suddenly dropped to about 3 so that then, oh, well, you know what it's like. You call up the ISP, you tell them something's wrong. They give you the checklist to go through and they say, oh, it must be something your end. Right up until the point where I say, I only have one phone socket. There is nothing else connected. Everything was working and then everything wasn't working. And this was going to be the mantra of what I was going to have to go through with my next problem. So I've got my internet speed back up. They've turned on interleaving, which means... I get a maximum of 7 megabits or yeah, 700k down, uh, but my upload has been greatly increased, so that's been good. 
So you think, right, okay, that's that sorted. iPhone sorted-ish, internet connection sorted-ish. Let's go and do some posting, some blog work. Now, normally, I use a desktop app called Blogo, which is a really nice offline app to create your posts, schedule them, add your tags, do all your image editing in one foul swoop. However, it started giving me problems. So I went into the web backend to find out what was going on because I was starting to get error 503. Cue the worst tale ever of customer support by a hosting company in the world. Now, I'll go into this one in a bit of detail. I use Media Temple. Media Temple were great, and they had this thing called Grid Hosting, which is basically a fancy schmancy name to saying it's a cluster full of computers, and if your website needs more power, then we ramp up the CPU to your node on the cluster, and you don't lose any performance benefits. But brilliant, okay. And that worked well, right up until the point my, start, start, my site started timing out. And as you know, I was having all these issues with my, my ISP, so was it the host or was it not? And then I discovered GT Metrics, and it was definitely the host. Funnily enough, my site started going slow. At the very, very same time, not, not only had GoDaddy bought them out a couple of weeks previously, they started offering a premium WordPress hosting package. So you can guess what's happening here. They're saying, oh yeah, well, on your node, there's loads of stuff going on. You'll just have to make do. Well, okay, you told me that this wouldn't have this problem on the grid, uh, grid service. Oh yeah, we reserve the right to change the terms and conditions as we go along. Yeah, thanks for that, GoDaddy. So, all this means I go and shell out $200 for a year's worth of WordPress hosting. And I, that was at a discounted rate, I believe. It's something like $280 if you didn't have a Cyber Monday deal, which I was lucky to get because I just kept complaining. All was good for the best part of a year, up until the last couple of weeks, which was almost the same time as last year I started having the problems. And I was getting server error 503, which is server unavailable due to capacity problems or down because of maintenance. Okay. All right, I'll put up this for a day, two days. And then when I started noticing that my site traffic had halved, literally halved, it was like, okay, something's got to change here. And it's not like I've got the biggest or the busiest site in the world, but, you know, if you come into my website, the very, very least I can do for you clicking to me and reading an article is serve up a website. That's... That loads at a reasonable pace, you know what I mean? It's you know, you should be able to come there and have no problems at all. So, let's head over to Media Temple. I thought I'm gonna have a chat with them, and their advice was disable everything, turn your theme back to a stock WordPress theme, and re-enable things one at a time. Even though I screenshotted them, I sent them images, I sent them videos of saying, look, it's an intermittent problem. There is nothing has changed, and I checked this. Nothing had changed on my site, plugin-wise or cache-wise or anything like that, for, I don't know, probably six months, I would say. The thing is, I had noticed that their technical support seemed to be a little, should we say a little more first-line-ish? You know, people there to sort of, to say that you have technical support 24-7 rather than being able to actually help and do anything about it. 
And, you know, it's, it's easy to spot these types, you know. And that's not to say they don't do a good job or anything like that, far from it. But you can kind of just tell by the responses that you're getting. And they spend more time apologising for you having any problems and actually trying to find a solution. You know, that sort of technical support. It was then I noticed that, if you so wish, you could go and buy premium technical support from Media Temple for only a nominal fee of something like $130. So it's sort of the case that every time they upgrade, I seem to lose out on a service or something uh, on my server. Now, miraculously, it seems to have stopped. However, I'm running GT Metrics, uh, which is GT, Golf Tango, M-E-T-R-I-X.com, probably two, three times a day just to see what's happening with the speed. And I'm still getting anything from, uh, what was it yesterday, from 12 seconds for a page load to three seconds for a page load. And nothing is changing. Uh, now, this, this is the problem. I don't know enough about scripts and everything like that. I can see that Google Ads may be causing me a bit of a problem. Uh, it looks like Facebook linking is causing a problem, so I've got to remove that. But it's just mad that the automatic assumption is that there's no problem on their side going basically kill your website that you've paid premium money for just to, just because they don't want to do anything on their end. It's like, could you imagine if you were like a really big website pulling in a couple of thousand plus, well, 10,000 plus hits a day and to be told, oh yeah, well no, go back to the 2012 WordPress theme and try going from there again. Just absolutely ridiculous. So anyway, it looks like now things are finally, finally back up and running. I've got rid of all the stress of not being able to do anything. Uh, now I'm just with a really, really massive long list of things to do. The final sting in this tale is that I'm now looking for a, another WordPress host or hosting company. Now there's a couple, but if you go and look for like WordPress hosting reviews, it's just full of SEO and spam fodder. And it's even worse when you go to a website and it basically looks like a hosting company is reselling hosting from somewhere else and they just used a stock generic template and they promised that we're all like saying, we serve on SSDs. Okay, that's probably because they're faster and you know pretty much quite cheap to hack out and raid and everything like that. You try to speak to them online and oh, I just haven't met one that feel, fills me with any sort of um, confidence really. You either get the ones that are cheapish well when I say cheapish you get about $20 per month or you've got the in-between of well there's nothing in between really you're looking at paying $80 a month which is way way out of my price range so I've been looking at options and if, by the way if you can hear the water splashing in the background that's because um, the tide is coming in that I hadn't quite realized so there's a few options that I've been looking at. So NewsGator, nah, I've heard good and bad things, which is what you hear about everything. But I'm thinking of going more left field. So I could go with Squarespace. The only problem is I haven't really seen that many nice looking websites or a website that I would be proud to go to or call it my own. That's nothing to say there isn't anything wrong with the content because content is king but it doesn't feel or fit like the way I want it to for me, if that makes any sense whatsoever. I have gone completely left field and thought, 
I can maybe just sort of have a very, very simple site and then just literally post all my reviews and all my other stuff on Facebook and link to the podcast back via Facebook because I wouldn't have any problems then. It's just the fact I'm really not comfortable you know, giving Facebook anything more than they already have. Uh, I don't personally. I, I see the benefits of Facebook for some, but for me, uh, it's kind of like a system or, how do you put it, a standard that you're being forced to adopt. Like I said, going the Facebook route is pretty much the extreme option I've got. Or there is a company called Digital Ocean, which will let you roll your own server for about $5 a month, which sounds great. They say you can start up a WordPress server for up to $5 a month and all the bandwidth charges and the CPU charges and everything like that seems really reasonable. Unfortunately, it's aimed more at the text, the sort of the web text the people who know how to set up a server from the command line uh, than myself. So I suppose I could have a look at lynda.com and see how it's done. Maybe that might be an option, but I don't know. I'm kind of sort of wanting a system where I, I think if I did that, I'd be so worried about being hacked and not having the server secured down and not knowing how to tweak your PHP headers and any files and set up gzip compression and all those other sort of things like, you know, to get a good, a, a guy who's a geek in the, in the nicest sense, who's happy to bash out things on a command line, would be able to do standing on their hands sort of thing. I might have a look at it. I think they did have a code and I think they might know someone in a Slack channel. So I might see if there's any tutorials out there and see if I can then find a security audit site and go from there. So, oh, as you can hear, it's, Basically, just the last few weeks have just been pretty exasperating. It's like every single time you want to sit down and do something, there's just been nothing but an almighty roadblock. But that's okay, because it's not like anything exciting's happened in, in the world of Apple in the last six weeks. I mean, it's not like since I've been off the air, there's been new iPads, iPad Pro, Apple Watch, uh, OS 2, uh, iOS 9.1 new MacBooks. Has there been new MacBooks? No, new iMacs, uh, updated iMacs, uh, and a little thing called the Apple TV. So, in fact, you know what? You can all thank me for them. And I mean that because it seems that whenever I go off the air, whenever I run out of a bit of steam and I'm sort of clutching around for things to talk about, that's when all the interesting news comes out. I always seem to be in the middle, uh, just on the Apple TV. Holy moly, that is a nice bit of kit. It's, um, it's one of those boxes, I think, where you've got the hardware now and the anticipation is building to see what developers are going to do with it, but it really, really is a nice bit of kit. Somewhat slightly annoying because I finally got my Raspberry Pi set up uh, with a, a build called Rasplex, R-A-S-P-L-E-X.com, which is basically a build for the Raspberry Pi that connects to a Plex server, which is great for me because that's all I pretty much deal with it. So great timing, great timing. So anyway, I think that covers it for this episode. Just let you know that it is going to be a weekly slash twice a week thing from now on. Now I've got the mojo back, shall we say. It looks like all of the technical problems have been sorted. 
and everything should be up and running. So before I go, I just need to say a few thank yous to people who've been supporting me the last couple of weeks. First of all, in, in, well, this is going in no particular order at all. Thank you to everyone over at the Mac and Force show for inviting me back on. If you want to hear my views and thoughts with the rest of the guys, go to macandforth.com, M-A-C-A-N-D-F-O-R-T-H.com. Been on two episodes there. Thanks to Serenak, I, I can never say his nickname properly, for helping me do the reviews for mymac.com. And to John Nemo, Tim Robertson and everyone over at MyMac who've been, who've been very gracious in uh, putting up with my delays in getting reviews out to them. So all of you, and if I've missed anyone, uh, feel free to give me a nudge in the right direction. I will give you a shout out. Next up, uh, the show, I'm probably going to do a show on Saturday. I might as well do two back-to-backs. Now I've got a new Mac Mini, which I'm going to talk about setting up. Uh, I'm going to go over what it's like to try and run two iCloud accounts at the same time. Uh, in a word, don't. <laughs> it's just beyond confusing. A bit of Apple Music, a bit of Apple TV, a few other reviews. I've got some really nice products in for British companies, and one from Germany as well. One's for an SSD, one's for a case for your phone. Uh, so we've got plenty, plenty to get back on track with. So all that remains to me to be said is thanks very much for tuning in. The show will be back on a regular basis. You can follow me over on the Ocean Twitter, uh, sorry, on the Twitter, Ocean Twitter, on the Twitter at Ocean Speed if you want to follow me directly. If you want to have the fire host to the website so you know when a new story, review, bit of information or deals, and a bit of Patreon news coming up, maybe, haven't quite decided on that, you can follow the Twitter feed at Essential Mac. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast, so you know you can subscribe to it by iTunes, but please, please, please feel free to spread the love get anyone to share to like to get a popular rating oh that reminds me the interview with dean murphy that got a, a popular rating in itunes which i'm incredibly incredibly proud about so feel free to share the show tell people about it link to it on your site and if you have a product or a website or something that you want to have a mention on the show then just drop me a line so until next time if i don't speak to you before have a cracking weekend hope the audio quality hasn't been too crusty but uh, I was just getting that urge and all the frustrations at home with uh, trying to record on a setup that isn't quite sweet yet. I just wanted to get something recorded down. So until the next time, take care, everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll speak again soon. Ta-da!